while we're on it, let's just step back a minute. Other consequences involve our kids. So we'll come to this in a bit. But, you know, if you're a parent and you enforce rules at an early age with a child or you live by a set of rules, they can become the same way. They can calcify it to the point where you can't even remember why you did it with your kids, but that's what you're doing. And the kids then inherit these rules. And you start thinking, I don't want my kids to be like that. But you did it maybe initially to protect them. So that the answer, I guess, to your question is, you've got to keep coming back and asking the question, is this the right path? Are these the right rules? Do we need to go down a different path? Do we need to redefine a different set of rules? Have my beliefs changed? Have my values changed? Hello, this is Dr. Rowe. Completely different generations tackle the most challenging topics that people are facing today. The mission is to provide you with what you need in order to create a turning point in your life now. Above all else, the main reason that we chose to create these shows is because we both have a passion for helping people go through life transformation, for improving their lives, for taking their lives to a completely different level. And it's our hope, our genuine, sincere hope that by the end of each of these episodes, you will have gained at least one insight which you can take away and apply directly into your life. Practical tools, voices that come from both generations, younger generation with tips and tools, older generation with a sense of wisdom and experience. So you can help unlock your true potential to give you the opportunity to make changes both on a personal, professional, financial and relationship level to give you a chance to impact both your life and the lives of other people around you. So we welcome you. We welcome you to The Cicado Show. Before we jump into the show, let me just tell you a little bit about becoming a Cicado supporter now. If you love what we do on the show, have gained transformational insights and positive outcomes or any small shifts which have allowed you to create turning points in your life, then please head to cicado.com and become a supporter of the show now. By supporting the show, we can continue to expand by getting you better quality production, spending more time deep diving important topics and creating more exclusive supporter perks as well as getting great guests on. And by the way, as a thank you for becoming a supporter and depending on which supporter tier you select at cicado.com, these perks range from my weekly recipe for success emails through to audios and video courses from my 23 steps to success, which includes online modules on how to find your life balance, gaining confidence, improving your time management, making successful career transitions, understanding financial independence, creating a life purpose, understanding and how to manage your money, becoming a money master, understanding negotiation techniques, learning to communicate more effectively and so much more. So don't delay. It takes less than two minutes and you can become a Cicado supporter, helping to expand the show and get special perks as a thank you. Become a supporter now at Cicado.com. Let's get back to the show. Hello, it's Harms here and welcome to another episode of the Cicado Show. I just want you to cast your mind back for a moment to the last couple of years. And the feeling has, to be honest, been dramatic in how many changes as a culture, as a society, as a human race, we've had to go through based on what's happened. And what's interesting is specifically to today's show, we're going to be talking about a word called rules. And people have been subjected to external rules, i.e. the lockdown, financial changes, 
And because of that, we are seeing dramatic increases in mental health issues, relationship breakups, self-harm amongst younger people. And the reality is it seems that people are finding their beliefs being challenged and they are then protecting themselves by choosing a different way to communicate and behave. We're seeing this in a one-to-one scenario, group scenario, and all over social media. Social media is blown up in this space. It also seems to me that people are tightening their rules by which they are living. That's going to be the focus of today's show. So the question I wanted to bring to Dr. Rowe, who's here opposite me, is having worked with tens of thousands of people over the last 30 years, Rowe, is rules and what you're observing a good thing? And I would love if we could also talk about the consequences and by the end of this show, help people understand what they can do around the subject of rules. So, Ro, you have mentioned this point to me a few times in recent discussions, i.e. rules, and you said you wanted to talk about this on the podcast. The question is, why do you feel this is important and what are you seeing through your own eyes? Hello, everybody, and welcome back. Thanks for joining us on this particular podcast. I'm really glad that we've got the subject out in the open Mm. arms. We've had I think quite a lot of discussions about this over the years, not just over this last yeah. few months, but I think it's come up a lot more recently. And look, um, I'll, I'll wear my glasses just for a minute, which I literally am wearing my glasses as we're recording this. I feel that we are at a really unique juncture in time where young people, older people, and then the people in the middle, which I guess would be your demographic, are grappling with what is right, what is wrong, because this is what rules are about. Mm. In simple terms, you know, what is right, what is wrong. I believe this, no, but I believe this. But in order for me to believe this, I, I see the world this way. And if, in order for me to believe this, I see the world this way. I'm having a conversation at the moment with my two brothers over a subject that's very sensitive. And I have a set of beliefs and rules attached to those beliefs. They have a set of beliefs and rules attached to their beliefs. And in some ways, there's agreement, but in other ways, there's disagreement. But let's look around the world for a minute. What are we seeing? We're seeing people arguing on social media over the subject of vaccination, no vaccination. Is COVID real? Isn't it real? Should we have lockdown? Shouldn't we have lockdown? Should we wear masks? Shouldn't we wear masks? Then you've got families that are compressed into small spaces and parents then trying to get control over that household. It's a bit like an explosive energy you're bringing onto a fine space and it just wants to explode out. How do you do that? You create these rules to make sure everyone lives by a certain way. And I feel honestly that people have got to a point now where they are trying to get some semblance of order. Another word for that is certainty. Uh, That might be by the rules of, say, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, a sense of control, a sense of security, because they're feeling insecure in their lives. I'm hoping this is making sense, meaning that because they've been told what to do, how to live it, if some part of our lives we lose control, it is human nature to try and get control somewhere else. So we apply a set of rules, sometimes in a macroscopic part of our lives, where at least we can control that one thing. And that can lead to a dominating relationship. It can lead to parents being overly strict with their kids. It can lead to couples trying to constrict how the other person lives. And it can outflow into families and relationships, etc. So what I'm trying to say from my observation is I think people are becoming stricter in the way they behave in sometimes just certain areas of their lives to the point where it's causing friction. And we can elaborate on that. And and again, I don't want to be too dark on this podcast, but I want people to be aware of it because I see it 
explode when people have meltdowns. And I go, well, let's have a look at your life for a minute. How come you're living like that? And they go, what? Because of this. Because And the minute somebody says because of this, that's actually a rule they've attached to their life. And if you look at it from a global perspective, all of our rights of virtue, and this is a personal view. This is just me and I guess you as well may be feeling the same way. A lot of people's rights have been taken away simply because of the rules that have been implemented to say, you can't travel here. You can't do see this person. You can only hug on this date. These are all rules, by the way. Um, and uh, you can't go and have a coffee with a friend in a cafe. You can't go and have a meal out. You can't go and travel to the beach and lie on the beach with a friend. They are rules. And when you, when you live in a society where there are continuous rules, it just becomes built into your psyche. And in a year, we've seen people conform to a set of rules. My concern is now that that's becoming a natural course of history in their own lives down on a daily basis. And that's a pretty profound statement. Take it or leave it, but that's just my personal thoughts on it. Okay. And another question I have following up what you've, what you've just explained there before we get into the specific topic of rules. You're, so what you're saying is you're seeing, and I've personally seen it as well, we're, we're seeing the heightened tightening of rules. Yes. But just for clarity for the audience, these rules have existed in people's lives for a long oh, yeah. time before what yeah, we're saying yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. I think it's worth clarifying because... Yeah. Uh, what's happening is an extreme in certain parts of the life in, in people's lives but also that means the opposite effect is happening elsewhere in people's lives or it's just being neglected but we'll get into all of that so just to, for clarity this is uh, rules that have existed from almost from the day you're born whether yes. it's external whether it's internal we'll get into that Correct. as well but what we want to do is bring this to your awareness today as the listeners because we need you to be aware of the fact that you may be tightening your rules yeah. to a really heightened extent and not even realizing you're doing this. No, this, this is yeah. a great, you've actually raised a really good point. If we step back, and I hadn't thought about this until we, you've raised it, but if we step back and look at it, uh, let's just look at rules as a massive heading. You can get global rules. So there are, you know, this is why you'll, you'll have these big conventions where the heads of all the countries get together and say, how do we want to behave around the environment? Or mm. what about civil rights? So, so you can have global rules. Then you go down into a country where there are country-based rules. And I wrote about actually in this book about a couple that I, was work, I worked with from, I'm trying to think now, this is going to get a good test of my memory. I think it was Poland and how their, their societal rules had transcended into their family rules. And when they moved to the United Kingdom, where they had more freedom of rules, they found it really difficult to then go and operate in the world because they were living still by a set of rules they had from their own country. Which also happens in Asian cultures as right. well. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, and so this is the point. So then you come into a... So you go to a country, then you have local society or what we would have had as previously tribal rules, right? So tribal rules, and that would be defined by the leader of that tribe or that community. Then you go down to a family level where there are rules around the family, how we conduct ourselves. And then it comes down to the individual and your own set of rules. So if you think about it, as you said there, we grow up by default into a set of rules. I think today is more about at the individual level, how can you know, I do not believe that an individual can operate through life and create their own rules without them in some way being affected by that first ring of rules, mm. i.e. the family, then the biggest set of rules, which is their town, and the biggest set of rules, which is their county, or if you like, then you get to the country and the global. It all pervades all the way down, and it comes down to our emotional development and awareness of how to define our own rules and which rules we want to live by and which ones we want to let go. That's really what we're talking about here. Absolutely understandable. When it comes to that word then rules, just you, you started to explain it, but just so it's very clear. And then I want to go into, because you raised another point about rules being good or bad. 
So right. let's go back to basics. Yeah. What is a rule in the context of what you just described, i.e. on a personal level? Okay. Um, now you've made it clear that yeah, okay. within this podcast, let's keep it personal. Yeah. Because we're not having this debate about external rules right now. We want very to help question. the person on an individual level. No, this is a very good question. And on the back of that, how do we form these rules as individuals? Okay. So a rule in the context of what we're talking about mm -hmm. here is the way we frame how we want to experience something. So let's say, for example, you want to experience health. In order for you to feel healthy, so this is a value, right? So in order for you to feel the value of health, something has to happen. If you said to me, I want to experience love, Ro. I want to have more love in my life. Okay, well, how do you know you're experiencing love? And whatever comes next would be your set of rules. I, in the Turning Point book, I refer to them as conditions. Mm. In other words, these conditions have to be met in order for me to feel that. Beliefs is similar. So uh, this is what I believe. And in order for me to see that happening in my life, this must have had to have happened. So rules are the conditions. In a, in a, if you look at a computer program, if this, then that, if that, then this, then this is the output from the computer. If I experience this and I see this and I witness this, if those things happen in my life at the moment, they are the rules that tell me I'm feeling healthy or that I'm feeling loved or that I'm feeling successful. So there are a set of conditions or um, formulaic uh, achievements. I'm just trying to give words for anyone listening. Go, okay, I get that. Tell me that the output of that equals healthy, relaxed, loving, connected, successful, whatever you want to attach it to, a value or a belief. Is that making sense? That makes sense. So here's an example that's just popped in mind okay. because I've lived through this. I've seen other people live through this. And that example is imagine yourself the day before your birthday and, you know, you're excited, you've got anticipation and you wake up the next day and nobody's wished you happy birthday yet. <laughs> you haven't had any text messages <laughs> and, you know, you go to the kitchen and there's no special birthday meal. <laughs> there's no balloons. There's no decoration. So each of those items I've just listed are conditions or rules right. in my mind, which need to happen for my birthday to be amazing. Exactly. To be That's a great the example. best birthday ever. Did you experience that? I've experienced it. <laughs> I've also <laughs> been on the other end of not having done the birthday <laughs> balloons Forgot and the breakfast <laughs> to see your partner's face. And it's like, ah, okay. But then what you discover is actually the birthday is a magical day. And the, the moment we start to remove these conditions, and this is what you're going to discover, listeners, as that we get through very, the podcast, very good example. that the birthday is amazing, regardless of what happens on the particular day, whether it's to do with the breakfast or et cetera, et cetera. So this is a mm. brilliant example. So in other words, the day on which you were born is your birthday. Mm -hmm. And at the, whatever age you got to in your description there, something must have happened for you to define what makes that particular day a great day. In other words, that definition is a set. If you wrote it out as a paragraph, you could take each of those sentences and they become a rule. Yes. I have to have a, a, a card by the side of the bed. Mm. I have to have balloons in the kitchen. I have to see a text from my family. I have to yes. get a big hug or a kiss from my partner. If all these things happen, it's an amazing day. They are the rules, the conditions that make it an amazing day. That's a great description. So that's a that's a one so the listeners can relate to. But that takes us to the next. But can question. I just say that this yeah. is not something? If you're listening to this, thinking, okay, this is this is interesting. This is more than interesting. This is life defining. Yes, because everything. And I guess you're going to probably come to this question in a minute. But everything we do ultimately comes down to our beliefs, our values, and the rules attached to them. And if they are, if you like, misaligned. Some people can, it can lead to suicide. I mean, I've worked with people whose rules were so strict 
that it led to them attempting suicide. That's the consequences in the dark way. Okay. okay, so let's get to that point. So just clarify, because you mentioned something there, but I want to clarify it so the listeners understand it's part of the question, which is what do we actually attach our rules to? So a, a listener may have been able to untangle that. Yeah, yeah, I've sort of, I've very, kind of thrown it into a bowl yes. of spaghetti there in the conversation. Well, okay, your example there, right? So let's go back to what your example was. So you would have had a belief about what a birthday should be, correct? Should be, should feel like, should look like, should how it should occur. Right, okay, so the belief was how it, it should look like. How it feels like might be attached joy, happiness, excitement, possibly surprise. Mm-hmm. I value surprise, yeah. right? So I would say to you, so let's go, let's go through that. So um, pick one of those. Is it happiness, joy, surprise, excitement? Give me, give me one of those values because uh, every one of those is a value. Let's go with surprise. Okay. So yeah. I would, so the question I would say to you is, and this is great for anyone listening to this, and you see me do this live on stage with people, is in order for you to feel surprised, Harminder, on your birthday, what has to happen? Now, everyone listening to this is great because we're going to find out. We're, what we're doing is we're eliciting here a set of rules that Harminder, and only Harminder, as attached to the meaning of surprise. And everybody listening should write this down because you can do this for any value in order for you to feel love, in order for you to feel health, in order for you to feel success. And by the way, the one where I've worked with a lot of people on emotional, uh, almost like to the point of depression or suicide is often attached to success, by the way. Mm-hmm. More than anything else, feel love yes. is another one. But in this case, it's surprise. So it's a little bit more of a... I want to keep it fun. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, I like it. No, I like it. I think it's yeah. a good one. So in order for you to feel surprised, let's wait, let's w- walk us through some of the rules that have to happen how do i know you've had a day of surprise okay so the first write these down, the first thing that has to happen and look for the listeners at home i'm going to exaggerate but honestly i was i was like this at one point in my life uh this <laughs> okay, is why it's, it, it's it's quite a funny so rule example. number one <laughs> rule number one is the midnight of my birthday date i must have received a text from my partner this is when i you know i was dating <laughs> Must have received a text from my partner wishing me happy birthday. Okay, now anyone listening to this might go, yeah, you know, that's fair enough. All right, but remember, we're talking about rules. Now, we'll, we'll go through this first, and then I'll explain where we got issues yes. with this. Right. Okay, now, after a good six, seven hours, eight hours, nine hours sleep, <laughs> the moment I open my eyes, I must see additional text messages, WhatsApp messages, whatever messages, from my family, friends, and again, once again, my partner. So... And partner, right? And so, partner. so if so, if I'm sitting here now, imagine a program, everybody. In order for the word "surprise" to come up on your computer screen, um, the computer has to register a text before midnight, mm-hmm. the night before your birthday. Yes. All right. Then, approximately eight to nine hours later, um, the computer awakes to check the text, and the rule next is okay. So, the first one's been met. Great. The second condition that's been met here is that you've now got more than one or two texts from mm-hmm. family members. Mm-hmm. Correct. One or two. Uh, yep. Yeah. And I need text messages from people who I don't speak to all year. Okay, so but I need to see rule. those. I okay, to, so you also yeah. need, notice the word need, you need to see text messages from, I'm just writing it down, people. So this one, I'm yeah. typing into my computer program from people you haven't seen for a while. Just just, just um, broad yeah. friends, yeah? Uh, if the Dr. Rose in my life haven't messaged me by that point, <laughs> I'm going to assume they forgot my birthday. All right, so some maybe people are closer yes. and, and you know, you attach more meaning to those people, right? Yeah. So they've got to be a text as well. So we've already got four conditions in my program before my computer screen can print up. Surprise! Well, this is before 9 a.m. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And this has to happen. So it's rule number five is before 9 a.m. Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, en route to brushing my teeth. Oh, my teeth, gosh. Right. Okay. What I need is the postman <laughs> to ding the doorbell in the morning post run and... 
as I open the door, I need to be delivered a parcel. And that parcel, once opened, I'm going to put it to one side. At the parcel, parcel? It needs to be delivered. a parcel. Now, now, by the way, I got a feeling by the end of this, you're going to ask me what are some of the things that people can start to do to uh, work away from this situation. Yes, that's going to be one of the Knowing, knowing how these, the podcasts go. Yeah. So, so I just want everybody to know that what we're going through here is actually something that you can implement at the end of the podcast. Yeah. For any value. That okay. You want to uh, final one, because I could go on all day and talk you through my day. We're final at six or seven. Final one is I need a missed call. Notice the word need. That's interesting. Which, need a missed call. Uh, which I won't answer, but it will just make me feel good that I know somebody's calling me first in the morning. There we go. <laughs> so you want you want someone to have called you. So actually, you know, you met you asked the categories. I guess what we're talking about hold is on, surprise. Just, just, but hold on, that's just in the morning. Yeah? In the morning. Just yeah. far, give me a few headlines for the day as well. What would happen? So like I said, we need balloons. Balloons. We need a breakfast brunch. We need a breakfast balloons. lunch. Oh, so we need a birthday lunch. So we've got up to 10 rules there. Yeah. So yeah. imagine a computer. Pro- so here's. So this is everybody listen to this really carefully because what Harminder said to me, clarify what we attach our rules to. In this example, we're taking a value, which actually the belief was, we, we go broader. The belief was, I, I in order, I want to have a great birthday. Mm. So, how, uh, so tell me how you, you know, what, what's a, what do you believe that a good birthday should include? And you say to me. Um, surprise and, and I would add love to that because love, a lot of what I described is love is connection love. Yeah, I think we, we picked out four or five things so your broad belief was a good birthday has the following things mm-hmm. in it right? mm-hmm. so if everyone's following this we attach rules to the belief but also to those things now each one of those was basically a value because you value surprise you yes. value connection and love you, you value the association with family etc yep. so these are all kind of values and then we've gone deeper and we said right Let's pick one of those values in order for you to feel surprised what has to happen. I could have then gone in order for you to feel love what has to happen. So attached to that, this is just surprise. Have we done this? And this is for the listeners now. If we've gone like love, you'd have had a whole list of different things there. So so in the listener's mind, imagine a tree and the tree has the, say, four big branches and each branch has a big label, love, connection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then off those branches are, are smaller Small branches. branches yeah. These are the rules associated right, with exactly. that. Yeah, it's so to, to, to put a full tree, mm. it's got a load of rules. Now, let me ask you a question. So for anyone listening, this is where it gets interesting. If you hadn't had a text the night before, how would you have felt? You've gone to bed, no text. Mm, I, I would have probably gone to bed a bit mm, disappointed. So already mm, you, you've lost that sense of surprise. Yes. Excitement, right? What about if you woke up in the morning and... You've got no texts from friends. I'll go through the list. Friends or family or immediately close people. Uh, ha- Nothing have, at all. Have people forgotten? You know, do people care? So there's no sense of surprise No there. sense of surprise. No sense of love, connection. Okay, so close people that you're close to, people like myself, people you attach more meaning to. Probably the same feeling. There's no surprise. There's no caring happening on the other end. What if you had received them, but at six o'clock in the evening? Because you said nine o'clock. Mm, good point. I would still feel the same way. Oh I, I, I would feel the same way. So, yes. so basically, even if one or two of those rules hadn't been met by 9 a.m., you'd be like, I've lost my sense of surprise. And the danger with that is, and I've, you know, early 20s, you know, I've, I've felt this. The danger <laughs> with that is the whole day now is thrown off. And no matter what happens in that day, it could be amazing. It just won't make it the best birthday imagined in my mind. Oh if that God. makes so sense. So listen to that, everybody. The Does that make sense? The best birthday imagine. Yeah. Now, add to that, what if at half past nine, you hadn't had a text from your family or friends and some of the close people, but you happen to speak to a mate of yours who has the birthday on the same day as you, and they go, oh, my God, I got a text from my girlfriend last night, and 
I woke up this morning with this, all, all these messages. It was so lovely. Well, he's describing like, our birthday's yeah. great. And he's describing yes. that to you. How would you have then felt? Yes. Well, then I would felt, it felt, I guess the whole birthday's a write-off. Mag- you know, for, forget <laughs> today. language. The, the birthday's a And, and uh, you know, for the, for the purpose of the exercise, it actually, it's worthwhile pointing out because I've seen this in other people. Yeah. Uh, I'm exaggerating listeners, but no, I've I know, seen this in I know, myself. I know, but you're, what you're doing is you're beautifully playing out what we've seen countless yeah. times with people. But, but I'm describing the subtleties that happen in somebody's mind. Exactly. Like nobody, We think it, but we don't say we it. We don't think it. We, say, we nobody, feel it, but we don't say it. Exactly. And, and it's these subtle rules that occur that the more you have, the more they stack. Yes. And the more it takes you away from just enjoying that So day. what we're saying is those 10 rules plus made it very difficult mm. for you to just feel a sense of surprise on your birthday. And we'll come yeah. back to the opposite of this. Yes. And how we counter this. But I just want to tell everybody that if you're laughing at this, just do the exercise for yourself. When yeah. you felt a little bit, we'll come to it later, but maybe a sense of lack of achievement or frustration in the area. And when we ask you why, it will be because you've just got, well, this had to have happened in order for me to feel this. And when we get to the exercise later, I do love it because people find it hilarious. Because once you look at yourself or somebody else's I know. rules. Even us looking at this, it's so, it you're, you're looking so at funny. you 10, 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, and... and we can come on to examples that we've personally seen in, you know, your big live events turning point and the audience is in hysterics. Yeah. But the reason they're laughing is because they can relate to it. And the other person's going, Oh my God, this seems ridiculous. Oh Cause God, we write them up on a flip yeah, chart write them up. and, and then like, we get them to read them out. So in order for me to feel surprised, this has to happen. And as they're doing it, they're going, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, this is fucking ridiculous. And it's only 9am and I've got 10 rules. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely like mind boggling. Now and imagine us going, oh yeah, oh yeah. Do you remember that year when we weren't allowed to go out? We weren't allowed to talk to a friend across the fence in our garden. Do you remember when we wouldn't, we had to cross the road when somebody else was walking towards us and then you couldn't go anybody because of a mask. And do you remember how you couldn't sit down in a cafe less than two meters apart? We might look at that in years to come and go, God, that's ridiculous. In the mm. same way we look at these situations. So, so my worry, and this is why I love this podcast and this discussion is, Imagine somebody has these rules already built in. Yeah. And, and now. And now they've got external rules, which, you know, they didn't choose. They didn't select. Right. Well, this is why we've got these mental illness, mental exactly. challenges. Exactly. Uh, these struggles. Tipping feeling of depression. People are at their tipping point because people already have rules. Yeah. That they live to. Yeah. Hopefully, and we have seen it, they're not 10 rules before 9 a.m., but people have rules. Yeah. Add to that external rules, which is now a controlling factor, which is out of your control. I spoke to somebody yesterday. Are you going to enjoy any day? One of her clients just recently, he's like 33 years old, committed suicide. And it just got to a point this year where his feeling was he couldn't cope with any, he needed to get out. And when there was an announcement that we're locking down, et cetera, blah, 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 all of those things, something snapped. You know, the year had been a tough year already. Mm. He had issues before and he just couldn't see a way out. There was a lack of any sense of purpose in his life. Yeah. And the final rule, the final binding around the box which seems to be a uh, you know, tipping point. Okay, so th- this raises a really good point, which is, you know, I've described a bunch of rules which are fun. You know, they're, they're very minor in the grand scheme of things. But we've also mentioned, you know, governmental rules. We've mentioned rules that take people to a very dark place. The question I have then is, are there good and bad rules? Mm. You know, mm, you know are, are there good rules to live by? Yeah. Or, or are, are, are all rules bad and we should live by no rules and these rules in general what are the consequences of them <laughs> oh my god this is a two-hour conversation <laughs> and the rest so great question first of all not all rules are bad rules mm. you know we put a rule in place to allow ourselves to feel that 
I'm feeling this because of this, you know, your whole feeling of surprise. So there are certain rules that serve us in a way that is good for our health, good for our relationship. You know, for example, if you're in a past relationship that broke up and that person has been bothering you, but you've always been open to talking to them because you felt somewhere that you you need to keep that connection. I feel it's not fair. But if that conversation keeps wounding you and you can't move on to a healthy new relationship, it might be that you need a rule in place that is like a gatekeeper, an Mm. emotional block Mm. that stops that person being in your life because they're not serving you anymore and it's not serving you. So that could be an example of a rule where you're protecting yourself. The challenge, of course, is what if you implement that rule to every new relationship you go into? So, And this is where you see me do this with couples or particularly a lady or a man for that matter. We had a lady, I think, at the turning point you were at where she hadn't been in a relationship for 12 years. And and because she'd had a partner that cheated on her in her last relationship, she created a rule that was all men will do the same thing to me, even if I let them into my life. So my new rule is I won't allow men to get that close to me. So she'd been in and out of very short-term relationships, and she hadn't had anything physical, emotional with anybody that was any depth because she was afraid. That's an example of a rule. And, and, and the question, if you remember on stage, was do you want to feel free and, and, and do you want to feel feminine? Do you want to be able to let go and have a deep, meaningful relationship? Yes, I do. I just don't know why I'm not. Mm. And when we went and dad dug back and we found out what the value was and then, what, and then the rules were so binding she could never have a healthy relationship. She yeah. created rules that initially were there, there to protect her, but she'd reinforce them to the point where it was safer. And this is where the challenge with rules are. They can be very controlling to the point where we even forget why we set them up. And yeah. Now we've gone into this gray zone of I don't even, don't even feel anything anymore and become numb because our rules are like this solid wall that we can build around ourselves. And some rules can be made of paper and some rules can be made of stone or brick. So you made a, you make a good point there. So w- another question I have, which is a follow up, is it, it we need to be extremely conscious of the rules that we create because would you agree or disagree in the fact that the longer the rule stays in existence, regardless of whether it mm. serves us or doesn't, does it get stronger? Does it turn into concrete the longer it's been there? Yeah. Uh, cal- when, so my engineering background so we sort of calcify something becomes or morphs into something very mm. solid. Um, and the answer is yes, because we, it's like being treading on a path. The more you tread on it, the more it becomes thick. And you don't deviate from that path. The yeah. rule is like that. And then you go, somebody goes, well, let's go down this little track here that's just a couple of people have gone, can't do that. Because mm. the rules, we have to stick to this track. So it's a very good point you've raised. But while we're on it, let's just step back a minute. Other consequences involve our kids. So we'll come to this in a bit. But you know, if you're a parent and you enforce rules at an early age with a child, or you live by a set of rules, they can become the same way. They can calcify to the point where you can't even remember why you did it with your kids, but that's what you're doing. And the kids then inherit these rules. And you start thinking, I don't want my kids to be like that. But you did it maybe initially to protect them. So that the answer, I guess, to your question is, you've got to keep coming back and asking the question, is this the right path? Are these the right rules? Do we need to go down a different path? Do we need to redefine a different set of rules? Have my beliefs changed? Have my values changed? So in answer to the question about good or bad, they can be both good and bad. Where I think they are bad is where they are overly emphasized and they maybe are set up because we're trying to protect ourselves. That's where I overly protect ourselves. So typically where I see rules becoming an issue, not just ourselves, um, our partner or our family or our children. And 
we do it maybe as an initial reaction to a set of circumstances like COVID. I think what COVID has done has got people now to a point where, you know, they're, they're starting to be very cautious because we are fear driven as we have been this last year. So rules defined based on fear are the ones that worry me as opposed to rules based on aspiration, which maybe we can come back and talk about in a bit. So in other words, what can I do to make that area of my life amazing? What rules can I put in place to steer my life towards having an incredible experience of surprise or love or connection or health or vibrancy or, or in the family, you know, having more adventure instead of saying, yeah, we want more adventure, but the rules are we can't do this and we can't do that yes. and we can't do that and we can't do that. And kids, you can't do this and you can't do that and you can't do that. And we strangle our kids. And so, again, this is me being a parent, just expressing an opinion. It doesn't have to be everybody else's opinion. If you think about it from that perspective, if we have a fear-based set of rules, then how can you be aspirational? Because you're always living from the fear of what if this happens? I, I, it's so pretty that, deep. That's, that's deep. And I think the listeners will take a moment to process that. And something I've just taken away from that is the intention you would have had when you first created the rule would have been a good one. You know, it is to protect yourself. But what you've also, uh, what you've also described and what you've said is, is do check back in with these rules. And we'll get to this at the end of the podcast, yeah. but do continuously assess them because what you was protecting yourselves from the, in, in the initial instance, right. you know, may only have to be in place for three or four months yes, you yes, know, on yes. a practical timeline, yeah, 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 three or yeah, four yeah. months. And then we had to just release the rule because like you said, if you want to be free, if you want to act on your own behalf, if you want to do what you want to do in life, but you're struggling to work out why that's not happening. Well, maybe you forgot about this rule you created yeah. six months ago, 12 months ago, but it's it's stuck in your unconscious like concrete. Families have rules. Families go, have but rules. that was granddad's yeah. rule. Why did he have it? Generational rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, it happened in the, in the Second World War. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was why we did it. And then I adopted it. And then your mum adopted it. And, and it goes, oh, my gosh. It's like, yeah. And that's why we don't have fun on holidays. Yeah. That's what we do. It's like there was a fantastic story. Yeah. I, I heard, I, I, you know what? It's, it's so long ago, but it was, it was to do with a, it was like a housewife's tale of a, a mum that used to take the fish and chop the fish like a third or two thirds of the way through the body of the fish and in order to cook it. And then for, for three or four generations, it kept being the same thing. This is how we cook the fish. And then one day the granddaughter said, or the great granddaughter said, why, why do we keep doing that? We're, like, we're losing half the fish. Yeah. Oh, but that's what your, that's what your grand, your great grandma did. Well, but why did you do that? And then when they went and asked the grandma, the grandma go, oh, well, what it was, was my mum only had a dish that was that long so she couldn't cook the full length of the fish so she used to cut the fish there and chuck a whole bunch of it away oh my god but we've got bigger dishes so we're cooking only a third of the fish or two-thirds of the fish when we can cook the whole fish so it's a rule that came because of a set of circumstances back then and it was appropriate for back then right but nobody's assessed it nobody's looked at it with open eyes blank cameras and said do we still need this rule in place but it is i want to i want to i want to carry on this i know we're time and everything else but you're actually an interesting and anyway any because I'm talking to a few friends who've got babies coming, you're in an interesting time because you are a parent right now that is having to literally manage that in the middle of COVID harms. I mean, yeah. and you know, you, you know my view on it. We're, we're quite relaxed as a family. We, we took a choice a long time ago with both our kids. There's all these sleeping routines. There's all these eating routines. There's always do and don't travel routines and everything else. And we made a decision to be more relaxed. The consequences of which I think are, and I'm being honest, our kids are probably a bit more free spirited, for example. So you're, you've gone through a situation recently where you're managing your little son in terms of his sleep, sleeping patterns and you're being mindful of that, even though I know you're experimenting backwards and forwards. 
that conversation with you and your wife will have to be in six, 12 months time. Do we want to keep doing that? Uh, mm. It's the same thing with how he eats or how you travel with him. Any parent listening to this right now is if as parents at a young age, we are too strict, the child literally becomes like that. And I know yes. how mindful you are because yes. you experimented recently going off to visit a family member, et cetera, and all these things. It's like, and then you notice the change and it's how flexible do we stay? Yes. You're mindful of it, but how many people aren't? And suddenly their kids grow up to be really rules driven because the parents didn't relax off those rules at a young age. Yeah, they, they just kept them. They just forgot. I see, I see yeah. kids, right. I, I was sat there, sorry to digress, but I sat there in a parent evening about four years ago and the mum was like, my son's so anxious and, you know, he won't go out and do this. Now, when, when, when he first started swimming, I wouldn't let him let go of the bar and I wouldn't let him go and do this. And I wouldn't let him go out in the garden. I didn't want to go near the swimming pool. And now when I go anywhere near the sea, he doesn't want to go near the sea. He's like, he's terrified. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh my God, doesn't she see that our whole anxiety and our rules have now become her son's rules? And this yeah. was four or five years ago. I remember, and I, I wasn't in the space to tell her what to do. Had she been at an event on the stage, I'd have gone, it's out of interest. What did you do with your kids? Mm. I wouldn't let him do this. I wouldn't let him do that. I wouldn't let him do that. I said, well, he's just become a mini version of you. It wasn't my rule to say it then. It wasn't my place to say it then. But it does worry me that this last year has just ingrained rules into our kids. What are kids thinking about now? Who are seeing mask after mask after going into school environments where the teacher may have a mask on mm. or full PPE. What's that? What set of unconscious rules is that creating for our kids? Absolutely. I'm going all over the place, but this is why I'm feeling passionate about but, this subject. But, but why that's important for listeners is, you know, this we're defining two two types of rules: the rules that you create for yourselves, right, right. But we've also have a responsibility, yeah, yeah, yeah. not only as parents in the workplace, managerial leadership, to then create rules for other people, communities, groups, families. So there's rules play out in different ways. Yeah. Um, I think by being aware of it, you, know, you as a parent, I've seen you play and experiment to go: when do we relax it? When do we tighten it? That consciousness isn't in all parents. No. And if anything, if anyone listening, it's a good learning lesson to take away is, actually, good question. What rules have I implemented with my kids? It, and which ones could potentially be yeah. damaging in the future? I, I think you just keep checking in as parents, as anybody creating rules. Now yes. you have an awareness yeah, of yeah, rules. Yeah, yeah. And, but we'll get to that. We'll, we'll explain that near the end of the show how to process these rules. Yeah. Because for many people, when they first realize that rules are existing in their mind, and they start digging deeper, they find more subtle rules, more yes. subtle rules, more subtle. Yeah. And, you know, candidly, it just stop, it's just stopping you from enjoying life. Yeah. In, you know, uh, that feeling of anxiety exists because this whole list of 10 rules exists. It, it, it goes very deep. Um, when you try, so this is the whole identity thing. So mm. I think in the, um, so if I go back to this, the Cicado supporters, um, there is access to one of our video series that goes through looking at values and rules. And one of the things I say in there is that your identity is made up by this. But this is where the issue for the challenge, challenge yeah. for the listeners right now is, if I said to you, right, just remove those rules for a minute, like the surprise rule for you, yeah. you go, hold on a minute, bro. I've just taken away part of your identity because your identity for that particular area of life was, I experienced surprise because of this row. You've just taken that away from me. Fuck, you know, who am I now in that area? How do I define that? So it's a process of removal and redefining. Otherwise, you could replace those rules with another set of bad rules if you're not careful. And when you're in that place for the supporters, there's a, a video series to watch next, which is actually called Who Am I? Who Am I? Yeah, that's right. Who yeah. Am I is the video series. It's one of the first ones I did, actually. helps you redefine that because it can be a strange feeling. Yeah. Like, oh, my goodness. Okay, so if I've got none of these rules, who am I? What do I do? Yes. Um, 
how do I go through today? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it creates a whole list of uncertainty. So the rules in place ha- give you a kind of organization to the day. And when they were moved, mental organization, that is, when they were moved, you sort of feel lost. That, that, those videos are life-changing. The reason we created them is because we stopped doing the live events. People are like, you're not doing another one. How can we get to this material? So I think a lot of people don't realize the value of what we go through in, in this two to three hour process, but it's incredible. Yeah, so for the supporters and for new supporters who will be signing up, go to cicado.com and you can get access to those video series depending on what supporter tier you're on. Yeah. The first two supporter tiers cover these because these are foundational. They're oh, so important. 100%. So, so I think it's like one quid or five quid a month and that gives you access to these um, yeah, yeah. immediately. So definitely explore that. Should have we, I answered your question then about rules? Conse- I think we have, haven't we? Because the consequences can be great mm. if the rules are done in such a way. We've seen this. We've yeah. worked with people that have literally changed the rules in such a way that the output from that formula, that, that computer program in their mind, in their heart, has created a completely different result. So the way to look at it is, are your rules serving you to create a positive experience or a negative yeah. And if it's negative, got to rewire them, got to rechange the rules. Yeah, that, that raises a good point, Ro, because something which I've seen in my generation, which is creeping up now into your generation, is the defining of rules from an external place, but often people don't know it's happening. Yeah. And when I say this, some listeners will say, yes, I 100% agree. Some listeners will say, no, nah, there's no way. There's absolutely no way that's happening. And that is the way social media start to create and define rules within our life yeah. now yeah yeah that, but that's wasn't around in my generation exactly so so in your generation our, our rules were defined by our, our parents and observations mm. and it was a microscopic world we didn't have access to what you have today yeah i i guess if we was if, we, if we're flashing back to that time it was parents school maybe a magazine maybe a television show barely yeah, yeah. I mean, barely television because we didn't have access the same way. So, so when it was, I, it was a much smaller environment um, that changed that. So it took quite a significant event to adjust rules outside of the small world that we grew up in. Okay, because the rules was because the rules were so limited that and they were so and, concrete, and, and, and access to them was limited. Mm-hmm. In other words, an uncle and auntie, a brother, a sister. This is how we do it. You know, events that were happening, possibly global events, but we have to be fairly significant to change our belief stroke rule system. Okay, so that makes sense. We didn't have the repetitive stuff that we have today. Now we have the repetitive stuff, which is message after message after message after message. and Which is, by the way, more damaging. Which is more damaging. Because you, it's like the track you talked about earlier. Everyone's going, I can never track. And the thing is, we can't avoid it. It, it takes such mm. a conscious effort of our mind. And, and if for any listeners who go to the study of this, to actually put a block on it and actually process every piece of information coming through your eyes, through your ears, through the, through the mind, it's extremely difficult mm. to just say, hang on a minute, what am I seeing? It's a social dilemma, man. It's, it's a social dilemma. So for, those, so for those who've listened to The Social Dilemma, um, I'm yeah. personally a big fan because it highlights yeah. the importance of how social media is shifting culture and just tilting it by one or two degrees. But another way to describe that is it's creating rules within our society and certainly our younger generation. So it's important to be aware of this. As an example, then, mm. just elaborate on that. So, so you know, we're seeing information being presented on a consistent and regular basis yes. about a subject that somebody might relate to. So maybe a value or a belief they believe in themselves. So now they're perceiving how that is. That's what you're saying, isn't it? They're, see- they're seeing that image presented so many times 
It's almost defining the rule for them without them even realizing. It's an unconscious definition of the rule. It's an unconscious definition of the rule, which then dictates how you live or enjoy your particular... Give an example so I understand what we mean by that. Uh, so from so, your perspective. So from... two examples. There's So think about the online world and the internet as having every single niche community and belief system and value that exists ever. Like it's all in the, on the internet. Uh, let's take one example about money. So there is a drive and it's a worthy ambition, which is to create financial independence, yeah. to unshackle yourself from a salary and go and take control of your own finances. Yeah. Now, one of the challenges is that exists online is whether it's people, whether it's organizations, they make it seem like getting rich is easy, easy. Right, yeah. and it's easy and it's easy and it's easy. Now, if you think about a rule base, uh, if you think about rules here, if you so in my generation, it's like it's not easy. It's you've the got business. You're doing this. You have to do that. Put work in. Go out and you know, leaflet flyers, whatever it is. Get your marketing going. That was our perception. Yeah. Now it's now if you think about this from a which rules, was our rules. Our which rules, rules were when I start a business. That's going to take a lot of work. And you've got to work hard at it. Which is true, by the way. But but the image was always that it wasn't perceived to be easy from the start. Yeah, and I would say that's a much better image. It's a harder sell. Yes, correct. It's, it's a harder sell. So say, for example, if you correct. have a program which is going to show somebody how to take control of their finances, the harder thing to do, and I know well, this is something you do, is to say, this is going to be hard work. Yes. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah. buckle up. But it'll it qualifies be worth it. the person walking through the door or the person starting the business. Yes, they've already gone. Okay, accept that. And we'd rather somebody go into this space with a rule already associated with, and this is where a good rule, our, our class is yeah, a good right. rule, which is it's going to take hard work. And effort and, and discipline. Effort and yeah. discipline and so they're all your different rules. Yeah. So, so they're the different rules versus versus <laughs> it's going to be plain sailing. It's going to be super easy. Actually, you only have to work 20 minutes a day or 20 minutes a week. So or, there's your rules now coming in. Exactly. So so these are rules coming in. Now, the problem is if, if these rules exist in your mind, are you ever going to achieve that success you want? If very likely you won't. And then it sends you on a downward spiral. Okay, so let's talk about that briefly. What yeah. are then millennials doing? If they try the business, that, they, that one particular business they're looking at, and the rule was it's going to be easy and it isn't, they pull back. And then what are they going to do? They, they go searching for another one? I mean, uh, something, what we're seeing Something is, easier. Right. Something easier. The person so we're who seeing says... people dipping. Dipping. Dip, yeah. A really good, really good way to describe it. Just dipping in and out. And they're trying to find, because now they've got this rule, rule in their mind, it's going to be... It's going to be easy. <laughs> exactly. So now what they're doing, they're, they're hunting for the easiest thing yeah. that's going to work. Yeah. Uh, and I tried that. It didn't work. I tried another one. Yeah, I'll go try it. It's got, it's got to be easier. It's, yeah. Because yeah. they're doing it and, and they're doing it and they're doing it and they're doing it. It's easier. So I, let's give another example, which is away from money. And that is lifestyle. And lifestyle, I also class as, you know, living the way that you want. Yeah. And that will provide you a feeling. You know, you go through the day with fulfillment, with joy. Now, this is a big challenge and it actually transcends any kind of money conversation. And it, I personally, I believe it causes greater challenge. I agree. Because one is the I pursuit of money. Yeah. The other is a pursuit of how I live minute to minute, yeah. day to day. Yeah. And if you take social media, for example, there's whether they live that way or not is irrelevant. But the fact that the image exists yeah. of somebody living an amazing lifestyle yeah. on the beach, maybe you know six months of the year 12 months of the year or yeah. they have an, a glamorous house or whatever whatever the yeah. paint the picture they painted yeah. whether it's true or not is irrelevant because the person consuming that now starts to create rules in their mind Correct. my kids have to dress this way my sofa has to look this way my tv has to be 55 inches right. not 30 inches yeah 
I need to have that extension. Yeah. I need to make sure I have a Mercedes or a BMW on my driveway. It starts to... Ex- so here's where the yeah. damage comes in, because now mm. we're starting to talk about what's, what I classify as like the counter to that. What is the opposite to that? So the question you might remember me asking people is, well, what if you don't get that? Now we start going down the path of my life isn't worth living. I'm a failure. So we get the yes. opposite. To, so in order for me to achieve success, this is how it has to look. These are the rules. Well, what's the opposite to that? Oh, failure. So wait a minute. If you don't have the BMW, I failed. I don't have the house on the beach. I failed. If I haven't done it in the first six months. I failed. What does failure mean to me? Um, this leads to suicide, depression, you know, this whole downward emotional spiral. These are the negative consequences. This is what we're seeing at the moment is people are not living up to the expectations of what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. They've created these rules without them even realizing. Yeah. Somebody's literally written an, un, un, an unwritten set of rules that says this is how it should look like and you should live that way. And, and now we're talking about freaking damaging. And so no wonder people are, you know, getting into depression and we're seeing self-harming increasing amongst teenagers particularly. And why this row is so critical to put across to the listeners is social media doesn't switch itself off. It is 24-7. So to untangle your rules from there, you know, it could be an evening exercise. It could be a two-month exercise. The moment you switch that machine back on, and the yeah. moment you see those images again, those videos again, you are now sucked back into recreating those rules. Yeah. So, so that's the same as you meeting your friend who goes, oh, my God, I had three or four texts this morning. It's amazing. What happens now is you've switched social media and someone else tells you I'm successful, yes. someone else. And you're like, ah, let's hit those rules again. Let's hit those rules again. Yeah. So even if you uh, follow the process uh, Ro will share with you at the end of this podcast to untangle these rules, the challenge I have with social media is the moment somebody picks up the phone again, right. looks at their news feed, they're going to be yeah they're going to be rewiring those old rules yeah and because those old rules have existed for so long it's easy to fall back into that trap yeah if that makes sense so depending on how emotionally developed a person is as well of course personally developed and, and deeper conversation of course and and just for cl- clarity for listeners you know myself i just had to switch it off i, yeah. I just literally switched yeah, yeah, it off yeah. i know well yourself you just use it for business yeah um use it to- i can't go near it because it's just even someone with my age, I, I can get drawn in. I go, what's that? And then boom, before in. you know it. Yeah. Because it's just hypnotic. It's hypnotic. It's, it's designed, designed that be. way. It's yeah. designed that way. So, yeah. so, you know, if you're thinking, okay, actually, this is a toughie, just switch it off for a while. Yeah. Allow, those, allow those rules to disappear. And if you say, but you don't understand row and harms, I can't live without it. There's a rule. There's a rule. Straight away, there's a rule. But, yeah, no, you, you, but it's how I get my connection. There's another rule. I just need to check occasionally. There's another rule. I, I, need, need, to, I need to know what my friends are doing. Yeah, there's another rule. Um, I need to follow this celebrity. No, you don't. Yeah. No, you don't. I need to know when the latest song is released. <laughs> like, it just goes on, exactly. on and on and on. But and they are all rules. And here's, and this just popped into my mind, Ro. Have you observed when somebody's defending what they do? Exactly. Will they create justification rules, I guess, it's a name, yeah. like we've just done there. But example. they don't know that that's their rules. These are the, unhidden, mm. these are the hidden ones. And they, they wouldn't admit unless you dig deep on the questions. Dig deep on the questions. I don't have any rules. All right, you've got any rules. So why, why, so switch off your phone. No, I need, I need to switch my phone back on because and there we go again. Okay, so moving this on now, because I think the listeners have understood that concept and we've spoken about consequences that play out in different people's lives at different stages. Now, what other rules, and I guess, you know, what underlying rules do you see that are the most important that we should be extremely vigilant and careful of? Okay, I'll go through some quickly because we could go on all day on this mm-hmm. one. I think one of the biggest ones at the moment, genuinely hand on heart, I'm my, one of my deepest concerns because of COVID, 
and I'm always wary about saying because of anything, but because of the set of circumstances that occurred in this year, more than any other time in history that I've been in front of audiences, is just freezing. You know, there's you freeze, you run, or you fire. It's that five million year old mechanism that we had to see a saber toothed tiger. And what I mean by freeze is, I know for a fact that at the moment people are genuinely wanting to improve their lives financially. They don't want to trade the stock market. They want to go and start a business, go into property, maybe develop an online digital business like you have, for example. And it's possible if they put work in. But what's happening is they're freezing because they are in that state of mind where they go, right, I've got a rule, which is under certain circumstances, under pressure, it's probably better to do nothing and just to lie flat in the middle of battle, lie flat, pretend I'm dead. Uh, and that actually historically is what we've done as human beings. That's a dangerous rule when applied to your own life where you're not being life threatened by a tiger, but actually you're being threatened by the fact you have to do some work. You have to invest in yourself, put some money behind it, put some hours into it. Got to go and educate yourselves. Oh shit, I'm not sure about that. Um, well, no, I think I'll just wait. I just, I just, I just lie here and let it pass. How long is that going to be? So that could be a rule. Yeah. Some people are gone by, and I'm seeing it. These top two are the ones I'm seeing most at the moment. Or number two is I'll, I'll just I'll wait and see. I'll watch what's going to happen. I'll wait for things to unfold, and I'll just, I'll just, um, I'll wait and watch. Maybe in about three or four months' time, I'll do something five months time yeah. or when the weather conditions are right or when the rules are relaxed with the government etc but again so we're making it conditional on other people again and then linking that back to what we've explained at the start is the longer that goes on waiting also becomes an inherent rule yeah you know, i will wait to see this out exactly and then and it's a safety protector mechanism look it's okay we just talked about opportunities business i, I run courses as you know on property and people come through on doctor of property and they're like okay well we want to do this but um, we're going to wait and see because, you know, the government are talking about furlough at the moment. We'll, we'll just wait. I'm like, what are you waiting for? Well, we'll just wait to see if, if um, maybe the weather's going to change or, yes. or mortgage is going to become more available. But the, the reality is if they don't act now, they're always going to be governed by circumstances. But it also applies to relationships. If you're in a tough relationship and it's not going well, I'll just sit and wait. Mm. Maybe it'll get How's it going to get better? Because the same set of rules and beliefs and values and conversations have always existed. If you don't stop and review that now, it's going to carry on into the future. So this whole thing about people go, oh, I was in that relationship for 10 years and I should have gone out 10 years ago. Why? Well, I just kind of froze and just stuck my head down. So this could be a rule. The rule is I'll stick my head down. I'll wait and see what happens. It's a dangerous rule. It's not actually being proactive. It's being reactive to a set of circumstances that may happen in the future. Makes sense. One, one that pops into mind off the back of that is uh, how parents then if, if parents themselves are behaving in this way, that naturally then passes down to the children yeah. unconsciously, whether it's consciously. We, yeah, uh, we, we have discussed parents. Yes, yeah, so we've already covered that. Uh, parents and being just one popped in mind whilst we cover this, parents being extremely strict and creating rules around how their children live essentially and, and operate day to day. Yeah. Uh, and then not relaxing those. So that's one. Particularly at the moment with lockdown, maybe a parent's fear is not allowing the child out into the garden or whatever. Mm. I mean, I'm not. It's not for me to be a parent to anybody listening, but it's just asking yourself the question. You know, yes, I had these rules six months ago because of certain conditions, rules, government, etc. Are they still appropriate now? Yeah. Or is it more appropriate to let, because, you know, teenage years, children want to, you know what it's like, my expression connect, they've got to. Like, you know, people saying you can't, you know, we've always been averse to digital media, as you know, and I, you know, I'm not my 12 year old. I didn't really want her having a lot of access to a phone or an iPad. However, we have relaxed those rules this year to give her a chance to speak to granny, to 
speak to uh, Momo in Denmark, to speak to some of her friends that she hasn't seen physically for a freaking year, eight months, 12 months, so that she can maintain that connection as a young, soon to become teenager, and allow her to have those connections. Because if I said, no, you can't use that iPad, I really want to connect with my fam my fam my friends. No, 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 no. My rules are no digital media at the moment. That is actually affecting her now because she doesn't get the connection she wants. So I'm looking at where have we been strict in the past because of certain reasons. And now how do we need to relax that to still give her a chance to still be a young person where she'd want to be? It's quite a big one, actually. It's a big one. And we can talk about parents for a long time. The other area is couples. So off the back of parents, a parent is a, cu a couple yes. where they have children or not. Couples rules are fascinating. It's That's another one we could talk about for a long time. Indeed, it's yeah. one for listeners to be aware of. We have done a podcast on, on this. Yes. How, what's the biggest, what's the most important uh, rule clash as you, uh, oh, that you see man. with couples? Um, honestly, I think it's security and freedom. So we all have a basic need for security to be safe. We operate through our jobs. We don't want to take risks. We don't want to do anything that jeopardizes the relationship or our financial situation. Equally, the opposite to that is I want to go, and, I mean, I'm even here my kids. I want to travel, daddy. So as in couples, freedom to go and you might want to come hang out with me. Your wife might want to go hang out with her friends. You might want to travel together. So variety. Um, what I'm seeing at the moment is COVID has magnified that. Yeah. So people that are, as we go back to the first point, people that are historically security and fear driven, that's become a magnifying glass now. They don't want to risk anything. Mm. We get, my last event I did is probably the most fearful group I've had on a, a wealth-based weekend. Uh, you know, there was a wife, like, I want to do something different, honey. I want to start a business. Let's get into property. Imagine if we can get three or four properties in the next two or three years. We can have some financial security. Husband's like, let's not take the risk. You know, we've got to try and get our heads down. I don't want to risk any finances. I don't want to do anything. And the polar difference is massive. massive. So you've got security from one end. He's actually trying to create security. She wants to create security by doing something different, which is variety. So she realizes I have to change my rules to create a new business to create security. He doesn't even want to do that. So there's a massive conflict with a lot of couples at the moment. Yeah. Rules and around variety and security. So we've, we've talked about couples. How do, and I, I, which, what we're trying to do here, listeners, is pick different groups of people uh, so this the rules become actionable or if you're listening, it's a good point. Yeah. So what have we done? We've talked about couples. couples. So, so if we if we take a couple, the next level for, beyond that is single people who are looking for a couple or looking for love. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's go. Okay. That's a good point. Actually, love. Let's pick love. So love can have lots of different rules attached to it. So you might remember um, there was a lady. What was your observation of that? Because remember when I came off that event, you were like, this is, it was a CW. And it was a turning point event some years ago. Turning point event. And because uh, I met her a few years later and, and yeah I mean that was but that's happened a lot and that that was a big aha I don't know if it affected you but for a lot of couples in their relationships because she was struggling as a single person she said I'm really finding it hard to be in a relationship and to feel love in any relationship yeah. I really value love it's almost her number one isn't it but doctor I'm struggling to feel it do you remember what we went through there yeah so why I love that and it really stuck into my mind is you know she was of the generation that I am who are couples, and we've done a podcast on this, couples who are, you know, anywhere between 25 to 35. Yes. And the the closer they get to that 35 mark, they seem to be struggling even more with finding love. And she was a vibrant, attractive young woman who, you know, by all accounts, would easily go out and meet somebody because uh, of her energy, if nothing else. It's beautiful energy. Yeah, there. amazing. And, you know, the audience is 300 plus. The audience are all on her side. Yeah. And the big observation was, 
she wanted love but when you start to ask her those questions as you asked me about my yeah. birthday as an example yeah, yeah, yeah. so what has to happen for you to feel love what has to happen for you to feel love and then she started to describe i guess almost a perfect man and a perfect relationship scenario yeah. but the rules associated with that were you know intense yeah is, is a word um, to describe it so going back i'm trying to think it's like he has to text me Every, uh, I, I need to be. Every, I need every, to text every morning every and every morning, night. Every night, wasn't it? Um, yeah. When I get back, uh, I, I need to be sent gifts. He has to know what I'm thinking. Yes, that was one of them. I remember yeah. that. I, I need him to know what I'm thinking at all times. <laughs> um, be in sync with me. Yeah. Um, yeah. He has to tell me he loves me on a daily basis. Yeah. And she said, and it was like every one of these was stacked behind each other, and it was all to do with what he had to do for her. I remember that. That's yeah. that was the biggest takeaway. Right. It was these rules were. What does he need to be, like right. you just described, what does he need to be and what does he need to do yeah. almost on a daily basis for him to show that he loves me? And they were all conditional on each other. Because I think when I said to her, what if he doesn't text you or he doesn't tell you he loves you or if he doesn't know exactly what you're thinking? Any one of those. And her face looked like horror, wasn't it? Yeah. Why wouldn't he, why wouldn't he do that? I forgot the name of the name of the game, but it's like, you know, you know, the, you know that you've got the stacks of wooden blocks. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like um, a Jenga. Jenga. Jenga, yeah, yeah. The, so another oh, yes. way to think about rules is like Jenga. Yeah, so yeah, very good. She had a full stack of Jenga. Yeah. And when I took one out, I took one out. It started to wobble. Yes. And she, you could see her nervous and then take another one out, wobble. But if you took the wrong rule out, that's it, the relationship. I think the last she's, relationship she'd broken up with him is because he just didn't get what she was thinking. Yes. And it's like, yeah, but he just doesn't get what I'm thinking. Like, why doesn't he, he should be able to know what I'm thinking. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? And she gave us an yeah. example. And you can see even the women were shaking their heads. Some of the oh, women were. Oh. Yeah, I'll, I'll, we'd all still be yeah, single, yeah. single if, that, if that was the case. Yeah, it was a young Asian woman, I remember, and she was like, what, 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 is there a problem with that? And, and, but the more we listed it out, she started to see it. Yeah, but but well, what we're seeing that is, is that play out in my generation massively in the right, sense right, that, right, right, you know, right. we've got a generation of people who are very career-orientated, who are the, probably the last generation to come at the classic schooling system. Yeah. And so they have rules, for example, my, my partner has to earn a certain amount. My partner has to have a certain profession job. My partner has to exactly. have a certain cultural background. Yeah. So th these are rules that exist as well. And think well, actually, even within the Asian culture, you've got, you've got, the, car, you've got the caste system, caste system which yeah. then basically says, well, they have to come from X, Y, and Z. Yep. Uh, um, religions play a part. But so it, then that pervades into a behavior of exactly. even one culture. But so, you're now talking about um, the younger millennial sort of generation where it's an image thing, isn't it? We used to call it yuppie. There was a yuppie thing back in my days, like they have to be this uh, or puppies, if you came from a, a black background. Well, the the the, the reason is we the way the rules are established is when we are a couple, we're only going to be a couple if we can get a mortgage together or we can share the rent. Oh, yeah. So I need my partner to earn, you know, five hundred pound contribution to the rent, as an yeah. example. So these are the kind of rules being created in someone's mind. So if you think about uh, going on a date or, or think about a big a group of uh, male, female, whoever. And then you start to narrow this down. Every yeah. rule narrows your exactly. ideal partner down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To so it makes where, it harder to achieve. Yeah. And the person you may want to be dating because of your rules could be sitting in Brazil <laughs> and you're in the UK. You're never going to meet them. But then another rule <laughs> is it has to be somebody geographic. It has close to be somebody so close makes... <laughs> um, And it does lead to some unbelievable behavioral patterns in people. Um, I see it in couples wanting to have babies. We're only going to have a baby when X, Y, and Z. Yeah, you know, the yeah, finances yeah. are classic. I have to be in a right career. I have to be in this. I have to be in that. I have to be in that. And it seems to go on and on and on and on. And I was—I remember this. We went through this for a while ourselves. And then we, we stopped. And we went when we started to really understand about human behaviour. 
And, and when we start to challenge decisions we were making, the first thing you look at is the rules. You know, it's like, why are you waiting? Why, you know, this is, and a lot of couples are like that, especially in their late 20s, early 30s. Like, oh, no. That's why we're seeing a lot of couples having babies in their 40s now. Yeah. And it's, they've had to wait for the rules to be met. And then they go, and then of course, you know, they get to a certain and suddenly lose a job. Oh, we lost a job. Then we should wait a bit longer. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it plays out, plays out, plays out. I, I was going to come to health, actually, Hans, okay. and I was going to give a health example. But I know off the back of Turning Point, you tell that story about health and how for you certain things had to happen from a health perspective. So, in other words, uh, a value for you back in the day was health, which it still is. You had this frown on your face when you used to talk about it. Uh, and the question is like, well, what has to happen for you to feel healthy? What were, your, what were a few examples of your old health rules? Because that's a classic one at the moment for people still. Uh, health is a massive one, though, and, and personally the way it played out in my mind. And again, it, it is formed from social media. It is formed from the internet creating certain health rules. And if you listen to this, you may relate to this, which was for me to be healthy or feel healthy, I had to do a whole bunch of things. Right. And it actually probably stemmed from you know this concept of there's different labels for it, you know, uh, miracle morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Or uh, there's other phrases for it. Basically, you wake up at 5 a.m. and that first hour window is yours. But your day is only going to be excess, a success and you're only going to be healthy, mentally vital. Right. If you, or the hour of power. Or, hour of power. That's the other yeah, phrase yeah, I was yeah, thinking yeah, of. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, now, for health, for me, like a holistic view, you know, I had to wake up at 5 a.m. I had to exercise. But then I'm guessing you're seeing people on social media go, yeah, it's it's nine. I've just done two hours of this. I've just cleansed this. I've just done that. I've just done a colonic this morning. I've just done- <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And you're going, okay, I've just woken up. Maybe. I've just, I've just woken maybe up. I need to change my rules. How, how, do they, how does people do this? You know, <laughs> but I was going through that. But the moment I didn't do, say, say uh, you know, our power miracle morning has five things you have to do. You know, journaling, exercise, you know, cold shower, whatever it is. If I didn't do one of those things, I didn't feel healthy. Yeah. If I didn't do another thing, I felt terrible. Yeah. If I didn't wake up at by 5 a.m. But by, by a rule that you set, but set up against what? Set up against, uh, you know, this external way right. of living. Yeah. This external way of living. If I didn't live that way to the point where, you know, you have to have a certain type of shoe to run. <laughs> you have to wear a certain type of outfit with the right type of logo to run. Right. You know, I've got to have all the gear, all that, you know. And we all go through this. Yeah. Now, if comes- parents listening to this, they're like, yeah, that's fine for a single person that's got no kids. And this is the thing is people then start to look at that and go, oh, shit, I, can't, if I have kids. I can't do what they're doing. I can't now. do that. So that must mean I'm not healthy. Yeah. <laughs> if I don't have power, yeah. hour, a, a power hour or I don't have you know, my miracle morning, my day is not going to be a miracle. Yeah. Uh, and this is, this is how the rules define us. Yeah. So an example of the contrast of that. Actually, before I answer the contrast, that's, that's an example of, uh, how it related to me with health, which is, um, but it's good. I mean, what, what your question was, you know, what are some of the fear-based or controlling rules? So those are the, and we've hit six or seven key areas of life now. Exactly. So I wanted to move us on to now the solution part, which is how can we redefine our rules? Bear in mind, you know, some people have stacks of them. You know, we've already discussed some examples. How do we redefine them? I guess another word is how do we relax them? Yeah. You know, I've just described, uh, you know, the, you described the lady that we experienced at the turning point event, 300 plus people watched you relax her rules yeah. and her life then has been oh, transformed. I mean, I met her at a property networking, but I was speaking at about six months later, she was in a relationship. She, she was wow. glowing and she's like, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I, I know couples you've worked with and they've had extreme rules and they've gone on to get married for the first time. Yeah. 
like lots of phenomenal stories. Yeah. Uh, for me, health, uh, you know, it was a case of all I have to do to feel healthy now is stick some shoes on and run. Yeah. Sticks, and do any exercise. I yeah, don't so, need a so let's, let's try and qualify that yes. so they understand because you're already in, you're, it's very good actually, you're already starting to go through that process. Mm. So, so, okay, so let's so, go back. So, so that's a question. So, so if I just define the question for the listeners, yeah, okay. how do we redefine rules so that we don't end up feeling these consequences? Okay, so, so this, anyone listening to this, first of all, be mindful of, and write this down, be mindful of any rule that you currently have that involves the other person so you talked about the lady that's a classic example mm. where when she stood there and she sat in the chair he has to do this he has to do that that person has to do that the minute you have a rule that's based on someone else or the government or an environment the controlling environment around you it is the reason that you can feel that it means that the power is outside of you so you have to start to look for that first of all it can't be external it has to be something you've got control over. Like you said, like if I put my shoes on and go for a run, I feel healthy. Great. You're in complete control of yes. the whole situation. So that's the first thing for anyone listening. It can't be an external influence on how you feel. It has to be something that you do. Then we need to look at the only if conversation. And that is only if, uh, she, so she said, only if he texts me every morning and only if he texts me in the evening. And only if he does that, or, and you said, only if I do my hour of power, only if I do my five things in the morning, and only if I get a juice before nine o'clock, or only if I get a text from my family, and only if I get a, a phone call from my girlfriend in the morning, only if I get a brunch. They're the only if statements. Mm. Now, rules bound by only if, then you can never achieve it because all of them have to happen. It's the Jenga example yeah. you gave. Well, what if I take one of those only ifs? Oh, no, no. The Jenga is going to fall down. The tower is going to fall down. So we have to change only if and we relax the rules. It was a funny phrase we say, relax, relax the rules. <laughs> and that means that you make it any time. So two things to write this down is any time do your shoe thing, right? So anytime I what? Anytime I... Anytime I put my shoes on. You're, sat, running, you're running shoes on. Anytime I put my running shoes on and go for a run. Okay. So you're not even defining how far it is or how long it is. Well, no, before I it might to, be only if... Only if I hit 5K. Okay. Right. And, and now Holy I don't. Shit. Even, so, so if I went well. out for, if you did run on four and a half miles, four and a half k, it wouldn't be enough. Well, well, there's that subtle niggling thing that would get home. I look at, <laughs> I look at the G <laughs> GPS map, and rather than feel amazing that I did four point five k, pumping, you know, you're breathing fresh, none of that, I'm loving. It. But I look at four, and four, I look at, oh, it's four, only four point five k. Then maybe next time would be better. Right. Okay. So What's you had, you hadn't yeah. succeeded. <laughs> okay. So this is a very good point. So, so it's any time I. So if anyone's mm. writing this down. Anytime, and I, the word, I, anytime I think, so for those of you in a single in relation, or looking to be in a relationship, anytime I think about how amazing I am and the fact that I can attract anyone into my life. Okay, so that's me in control of that. And I can have that thought anytime. Or whenever I is another way of doing it. So you yeah. could say, whenever I grab my shoes and just go out for a short run and get my heart pumping, that's enough. Even if you put your shoes on and go for a run, you're bound to get your heart pumping. Yeah. So we know the result of that is going to be an easy quick win for you yeah um or and not and so we have to change it to or what would be another way that you could feel healthy that outside of going for a quick run what would be another one for you uh or you know i'll do you know 15 20 minutes of body weight exercises all right so or whenever i do some body weight exercises now, yeah. it could be 15 20 minutes or it could be whenever i do body weight exercises. Yeah, well for, for, uh, the actual rule for me is whenever i do body weight exercises right so, okay so you know 20 squats 20 yeah, yeah, push-ups yeah, yeah. okay if the time's up it's up like Right. Move on. Yeah. So it's not and 
if only and if it's all whenever or whenever I. Correct. Fa- fascinatingly, well, uh, this has just brought this to mind. I'm reading a like interesting book at the moment called, you know, how how to live by algorithms. It's, a, it's an interesting book, and the, the, what it really discusses is how do computer programmers, engineers, scientists, yeah, create or use algorithms that we live by on a day to day basis. But how can we use that in our day to day lives? Now, the chapter I read last night, which is, I love this, this synchronicity based on the podcast, is a chapter chapter is called relaxation. And the example they use is what's known as a traveling salesman example. And the computer's job is to have a, and if this, and if this, and the perfect scenario for a traveling salesman to optimally travel the United States of America without crossing their path once. So they have all of these strict uh, examples that the computer has to work out. Now, the computer can't work it out. It takes an extremely long time to yeah, process yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. So all they did in computer science for a lot of things is they relaxed the rule. Wow. Literally what you're just talking nice, about. Nice, nice, Relax the rule. That's and really interesting. all they did was take one rule out, which was the traveling salesman can go back on themselves. Okay. Computer worked Boom. it out in a fraction of a second. Amazing. And they that in terms of living a life is we've got a result that yeah. we, we're happy with yeah rather than waiting you know the, for a computer to take weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks to find the optimal solution yeah. um it's a fascinating example and that that applies to everything we've talked about mm. really today and i think that's a great point because you know the rule about i can only get into property when the market conditions are perfect oh, as yeah. opposed to uh, i can get into the property market now and start my first step i can get my first property deal it doesn't yeah. have to be a massive one relationship you know I will only talk and have this discussion with my partner if she sees exactly eye to eye with me, as opposed to, you know, I I can sit down with my partner now and just tell her how much I love her and express my feelings. That's a great way to start because that leads to another. It's that first step. It's breaking that rule. It's, it's, it's starting to rebuild. So the the phrase is relax the rules and it's all when I or whenever I. Okay, that's fantastic. And we have to go into that st- space. So, so those are those are key differentiations to, to to shift. If you're going to take one thing around, switch and for all. Like yes. there's just one thing you can just take. Right and also, now. I it's, and I. The other thing is you're in control of it, as opposed to making it somebody else. Only if she doesn't work, but whenever I makes it a lot easier. Okay, great. So then to close this off and leave the listeners with and less rules, by the way, okay, less rules. Just, just, just broaden the rules. Yeah, don't have ten rules like I, I feel did great before, in the morning yeah. when I just look out the window, take a deep breath, and just remind myself how amazing the world is. That's a, all of a sudden you can feel great as opposed to only if, only if, yeah. only if, only if, uh, only if the sun shines and there's zero yeah, yeah, clouds right. in the sky. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. You know, how many days in the UK are you going to feel miserable yeah. if that's the case? So that's where we're going with this. So, well, a, a final big question to close us off then is right now, what can uh, a listener do to spot a strict rule? Yes. You know, because maybe it's unconscious, maybe it's subtle, maybe yeah, it's yeah, not there. Yeah, yeah. What can they do to spot it and change it, shift it immediately, relax it, remove it, whatever needs to be done? By the way, I'm freaking loving this podcast. Yeah. I mean, it's just so appropriate at this moment in time, isn't it? I, I just, and the fact that we're just flowing here. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, just so everybody knows, when we do a podcast, we come up with a few ideas Sometimes we'll write questions down. Sometimes it's more formal, like we've got an amazing guest coming in soon who's incredible, ladies, been on TV and everything else, a doctor. Today is just pure flow, and I love it. It's like a conversation between two inspiring friends that understand how the world operates, but also being open about our own flaws as well. And I, I think if anyone's listening to this, do not be afraid. There's a rule. Do not be afraid to just strip back the bullshit. 
and speak openly about how you feel because these rules that are holding us down, you can look back at some point in the future. And I look back now at certain parts of my life and I think, I wish I hadn't had those rules when I was younger. Mm. And I think if you're listening, just fucking let go of them and redefine us a new relaxed rules to enjoy what is a new world for us at the moment. That's a fascinating insight, Row. And for the listener wondering how we have this flow, one, we are great friends, one, we have this connection, we see the world in, in a certain way, but also our podcast, Row, has very little rules associated true, with true, it. True, true, true. Give us a couple of headlines. That's very and true. And we will talk in, as, as long, long as we it, go deep. deep go as, deep. as long as we go deep. So one of our rules is we have to go deep. We're not staying yeah. surface. The other one is we have to leave you, the listener, with value. Yeah. We have very few rules with this podcast. Yeah. And yeah. whereas some people are really strict about content, what regiment. they say, exact yeah. to the Can't minute. Say the F word. You, you, <laughs> yeah. you, and you know our timings. There is no timings. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. rules are relaxed. So, okay, what can So you're do? asking, what, okay, so number one, so I'll give you a few things, everybody. Number one is um, ask yourself a question. Where do you feel um, constricted? I'll give you three things. Where do you feel constricted? Where do you feel tense uh, or frustrated? So in an area of your life, ask yourself the question, you might be feeling great in, in health. You might be feeling great in your parenting, but maybe your relationship, you're feeling tense. Or it might be that you're feeling uh, a lack of success. That's another way to put it. So uh, where are you wanting to achieve something? Is there a part of your life where you want to be more successful in your career or in a business, but you are not feeling like you have succeeded in those areas or you're not feeling like you've got the results that you wanted to experience in that area? So there are two very important questions. And the output from that is, I don't feel happy here because, or I feel frustrated because I don't feel I have achieved enough in this area because that's the first step. Now, does that make sense by definition of what I'm saying? Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to do? In other words, it's the pain point. It's the pain point. It's the, it's the, what are you feeling frustrated about when you look back on the last 30 days, uh, yeah. you know, last month. So that's a internal reflection or a feeling point. Is there... yeah, so that's our indicator, right? That's there, our indicator. Is... All right. So, okay. so now we need to look at the symptoms, right? So ask yourself why. So you might say to me, oh, you know, this last month, or last, I haven't been feeling healthy and I'm feeling frustrated. Okay, good. So now we know the value is health. Or, you know, as a parent, I'm not feeling I'm getting enough connection with my kids. Okay, so that value is connection. Or it could be to do with success. I'm not feeling successful. Okay, the value is success. Next question is why? What should have happened in order for you to feel healthy, harmed? or to feel successful, Sarah, or to feel a great parent, Mike. And then whatever comes next are the rules that are being broken. Oh, well, in order for me to feel successful, um, I should have felt this, or I should have felt that, and I should have felt this, and I should have felt this, and I should have felt that, and I should have experienced this, and this should have happened. So I want the listener to write down the answer to that. What, In order for you to have felt this, or to feel this, what needs to happen, like we've done several times in this podcast. So is it fair to say, Ro, that somebody could do this live? Like take, yeah, take, yeah. take, a, well, take a 24-hour window. It is actually, I'm, I'm, it sounds like I'm plugging it, but if they want to almost be coached by me going through it, if they're a supporter, it is in one of the videos. It's Who Are You? I think it's in the Who Are You, Who Are you series or possibly the Value series. Okay. So if they want to be taken through the process, I even do it with a young lady who we've had actually, I do it with Siobhan, who we've had as one of our guests here. And we do a live example of the hierarchies and choosing those and the rules attached to it. So if somebody wants to be taken through the process, they can. If they want to be read through the processes in my book, Turning Point, or they can just have a go at it from here, from the podcast. Okay. Any one of those. Amazing. So, so, so you've got different options there to get coached through it. The additional point I wanted to make was... Can, do it though. Do it, do it, do it, do it. Don't just go, oh, that's a great exercise. You've got to do it. Don't intellectualize it. Can they do it like... As, as if they're living through their day 
the moment they feel something which is like, ah, that's frustrating. Ah, I'm not enjoying what's happening now. Immediately take the moment to self-reflect. Carry empty notebook in the day. You've got 24 yes. hour window. Okay. Uh, like say, as for soon example, as it happens, as soon as it happens, say, for example, you, you wake, go back to your example. I wake, surprise. Up my, wake up on my birthday. Um, oh, I'm feeling a bit. Oh, what, why, what, why am I feeling that? Oh, I was expecting this. Boom, there you go. Down. Text. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I get past the next you get to hour. Kitchen. You get to the kitchen and there's no... Oh, feeling, feeling a bit flat. Any kind of... What were you sweating? Oh, I thought it might balloons. be cake there or balloons. Cake. Balloons. <laughs> balloons or cake. Yeah, balloons. Yeah, it's got to be balloons. They, they are the rules. Just, just log them That's down. That's why I'm feeling yeah. disappointed or shit or, or let down. Or, yeah. And it's nothing to anyone else. It's your... You ha- nothing has meaning apart from the meaning we give it. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then finally, start to ask yourself the question, how can I replace that with a more relaxed rule that I've got control over? So go back to the I. So, yeah. So, for example, the text, let's go back. Let's, let's take an example. Those first two rules, balloons and text. How could you have relaxed that? Honestly, well, I, you wake up in the morning <laughs> and what? That, those rules have to just go. So, right. so one, of my, one of my questions off the back of what you just said is, what have you got control over to feel some sense of happy birthday surprise for yourself? Uh, well, in those circumstances, is it possible just to remove the rule? Yes. This, this rule does not serve me. It makes me feel crap. Just remove the yeah, rule. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so now you, go, you wake up and you go, great, it's my birthday. So the new rule could be, I'm just excited and surprised about the world. You know, look out the window and I'm, I, I feel a sense of awe is a great word. Yeah. I, and surprise about how beautiful the world is every day I wake up. I've had another year on this amazing planet. Yeah. This day demarcates that for me. Yeah. Beautiful. I mean, surprised, you know, you, you're surprised and, and feel amazed at how easy it is to walk to the kitchen and make yourself a cup of tea. I yeah. mean, you can, you, can, you can put a sort of more relaxed approach to it. Yeah. The, the easiest way is to take off those rules. Even just removing those rules and just saying, it's my birthday. I just want to celebrate my birthday. It's like, boom. I, I've, well, it, for listeners at home, I've seen this play out in people's lives again and again and again. Yeah. And when they remove the rules, that is the first just, starting point. They just check, they're just glowing. They're having a great time. They're enjoying yeah. the day. Because really the fundamental question you're raising is, do I even need those rules to start with? That's what And I if you do need it. something, then you make it a more relaxed rule, of course. But I don't need 10 rules associated with my no. birthday. A single person doesn't need 15 rules associated with the person they're about to date. Yeah. A lot of those are just built up over time, like we described in the show. Yeah. So just relax them, redefine them, or drop them all together, I guess. And if somebody wants to be, re- yeah, if, you, if you're saying, but give me something, Rowan Harms, how about this? I wake up on my birthday and I'm grateful that I uh, was born and I've had all these amazing years of experience. I'm also grateful of the people that I've loved and have loved me over the years. And I'm also, or I'm, I'm grateful of the fact that I've got people I can go and phone today mm. and just talk to on my birthday i mean these are all things you're in control of oh yeah so it's just simple things like that but more than anything it's what you have control over and i always believe that your thoughts are the best thing anytime i think about um how how lovely life is just simple as that or how many people i can smile at today on my birthday how many people i can give a birthday hug to it's things like that that you've got control over and i think that's where it makes the whole experience so much easier to achieve and that's what we were talking about we either get rid of them you make them easy to experience wow okay we have covered a lot today though. we've covered a lot we've we've we've, we've worked all the way through the process that was like of a mini seminar in um, an hour and 20 yeah and, and it's it's one that can fundamentally shift your entire life yeah the direction the way you feel true the way you regain control in in many factors but was there any final words before i sign us off yeah please anyone listening to this share this podcast i mean i know all of our podcasts are different and i love them all I actually think right now, Harminder, with where we are at this moment in history, more people can listen to this and go, oh my God, I can relate. If you've had a, even a single aha listening to this podcast, 
be a champion for what we do here in Chicago and Cicada and share this particular podcast because I think it will be one of the few things that people have got a quick control over to change the way they feel about their life. If they don't, if you don't do that, then my question is, what's your rule about sharing things like this? Just give somebody a chance to have an insight that they may never have had before. It's an hour and 20 minutes of their life. Amazing. Switch off Netflix and go watch something different or listen to something different. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Okay, so today's been a comprehensive show. All the show notes will be at cicado.com for those supporters who want to get access to those series. You already have details to log in. For new supporters who want to become supporters and support the show, you just go to cicado.com and you'll see the button there to go become a supporter, choose your tier and get stuck into those videos that we mentioned today and get coached through redefining your rules. So off the back of that, uh, amazing show. We'll see you on the next one. This is myself and Ro signing off. Hello, it's Dr. Ro here. Harms and I would like to both personally thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of The Cicado Show. And if you've gained just one insight, something positive that you're able to use on a personal, on a professional level to help your life and maybe other people's lives, then please complete an important action for us, which takes less than just two minutes. Please become a supporter of the podcast by going to cicado.com. And as a thank you, you'll get access to exclusive supporter perks. And don't forget to simply subscribe to the show, share this product with loved ones, and we would love if you would take a moment to give us a review and let us know just how amazing this episode was. Thanks again for listening. This is Dr. Owen Harms signing out. We'll see you on the next episode.